Okay, I'm with uh, Minnie Wynn and I'm with Phil Wynn. Uh, Sleepless in Saigon is the short film played at the LGBTQ uh, plus film festival. Really interesting film. Phil, you are the writer and the, the star of the film, I guess, right? Yes. And Winnie, you're the director? Yes. So how did you guys uh, get together and collaborate? Like, where did you guys first meet? Uh, I guess I'll start have... since... Yeah, yeah follow you start. <laughs> I'll start since I'm the writer. Um, I came up with the idea because my partner and I were getting married, Scott, who's in the film too, as the other actor. So we were getting married and I thought it would need, be neat to create a short film for a wedding. Um, so the situation would be what would have happened if he and I had met in Saigon in 1975 or 72, 72. my the year okay. I was born. Yeah. But this is during the this is during the war, I guess, too. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. The setting would be during the war. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the kind of the seed of your idea. Yeah. So that was the seed of my ideas. How would things would have played if. We had met. Um, I'm by profession. I'm actually a Botox doctor, and uh, so I do Botox and fillers. So instead of being a Botox doctor, maybe I would be a dressmaker. I would be somehow making dresses or suits and things like that. And uh, Scott would be a photographer uh, working for uh, the New York Post, um, and he would come in looking for a suit, and we would fall in love. Well, I just got to point out your classic Los Angeles, your Botox doctor comes an actor, <laughs> writes a screen, writes a screenplay, puts himself in the film. Like you got, you're, you're like, you're checking all the boxes for LA. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, everybody, yeah, he's everybody's got to pursue their dreams. <laughs> That's amazing. So, okay. I have to ask you right before right, I'm talking to how does, how does a Botox doctor become an actor? How did that leap happen? Well, that was a big leap because uh, one of my patients was a casting director. I'll, I'll throw his name out, Stuart Stone. He's a casting director for commercials. And, he's, um, and he says to me, Dr. Wynn, have you ever thought about acting? I've seen your YouTube videos and, <clears throat> and you have a really good on-screen presence. I think you'd really be good in commercials. And I'm like, huh, interesting. And it's like, you know, I'm like, what do I do? He's like, well, go get some headshots and then start taking acting lessons. And uh, that's the rest of the story. That's so, so he, he was just basically kind of motivated you, but did you already, did you have the sense that you wanted to do this for a long time before well, that? I was in, yeah, I was in plays in high school, but I just knew it was unrealistic because I never saw Asians on TV. And if I saw Asians on TV, they were either uh, owning a restaurant or a laundromat. So I really didn't want to play anybody on TV that owned a restaurant or, or a laundromat. So, and it's only been in the past five years that I've seen Asians that were main characters, were in higher professions, doctors, lawyers, this, that. So it's been amazing as an Asian American seeing the representation on TV nowadays with Asians. Can we can we say what your what your what role you're playing tomorrow? You don't have to say the role, but what? No, I can't. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be released, right. so I can't. It, it's still an NDA. So, so basically, we don't have to say anything. But it's that you're doing a, a good role tomorrow. That, but it's not. It's it's the good Asian stereotype, I guess. Can I say yes, that? Yes, exactly. Right. Good Asian stereotype. Yeah. 
it's funny because I'm I'm going back to the 70s and watching these shows and like in your kind of right and sometimes there's a lot of a lot of bad Asian stereotype but I I came across the show Barney Miller and there mm-hmm. was like one of the main characters was Asian who was a cop on the show which is that's the only time that's but it's I, I don't see I don't see an Asian character anywhere except for the Barney, Barney Miller show so I don't even remember that oh my gosh because I never watched Barney Miller I guess yeah. when I was when I was young so yeah, well, there was like it's it was a very diverse cast for for its time. Yeah, so he was yeah he was uh, Japanese, a Japanese uh, actor. So yeah, the only Asian I saw was Sulu on Star Trek that I thought had a decent role. Sulu, yeah, yeah. So like that, that's another one. So all right, so you you wrote the screenplay. You're you're becoming an actor. Uh, you, but just before, let me clarify. When usually when you're when your patients they, they don't want, isn't it like supposed to be secret? Like you're not supposed to like they're not, they don't want to be known that they're, they've taken Botox, right? Like they want to, or is it supposed to like, you, cause you just, you just outed that person who said, who said, who took Botox. Is that something you're not supposed to do? I don't know what the rules are. Well, yeah, well, you, yeah, you can, you can bleep his name out if you want. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm sure he's okay. I'm just curious if it's like, I didn't know if it was a thing or not. Like, he's cool with, okay. with, people but i i guess if just in case i, I would bleep his name out just in case <laughs> can you tell can you tell when somebody is on botox when you're walking down the street oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i can tell when they're botox i can tell when they have a little too much filler um it's definitely prevalent in la here you know sure. Yeah, it's very vanity, and it's so funny. It's so funny. Your character would be is still in the vanity game, I guess, right? To be a dressmaker in the in the film. Okay, so right. you wrote this terrific script. You want to act in it. You want your partner to act in it. So when does Minnie uh, come aboard? Well, uh, Minnie and I have known each other for about a year. We met at the Asian World Film Festival about a year ago, and we became friends. We hit it off. We had this chemistry, and we just like um, so I've we've chatted quite a few times i uh she's a director and amazing director and i um i sent her a few scripts and she helped me out to kind of flush them out and then i sent her this one um and she really loved it and it was it seemed to be a really simple script uh, because there were only four characters in there and just one setting so she thought that we could do this in just a one day scene okay so Minnie, when did you when did you do you remember when you first read the script? Yeah, when I first read the script, number one, um, Phil already know, even though like, you know, I I received scripts almost every day um for the company. I I don't like reading script. Okay. So it's your said, job, oh, right? Because it's it's something you don't do for fun. You do it for a job. Yeah, so that's why like, but the thing is like Phil, even though like even his first like ever script like he sent to me it it has so much like authenticity in that and then this one is 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 no different and and that's why i want to be a part of it because you know not only that it means so much to them as a couple um i think it means a lot to the community and not just in general it it just you know, widen the the um, diversity within the community that, you know, within the community, there could be people who falls in love and, you know, when they older, you know, they, they find true love later in life and not just, you know, 
um, it, it's just so it, it just allows people to have um, you know differences and and be okay with it and and later they can they can still they can still be accepted and they still you know it just I, I think it's a really you know touching story that needs to be told and I'm I'm happy and part of it yeah, and I, I love it's amazing and you told it <laughs> okay so you want to okay so the next step is that you read the script you loved it especially when you like you said you like you don't really like reading scripts for fun because this is what you do for a living I totally 100% understand that <laughs> and relate to that so so then when you read the script it's like you're like do you did you immediately say I want to direct this this piece uh, actually, Phil approached me three times. <laughs> um, the first time was in Vietnam. And the thing is, you know, I, I, Phil knows that I take my job very seriously, not because, you know, we're friends, I'm going to do it. Um, and I think it was just like the, the time I, I thought that we didn't really have, uh, we were like behind on projects and I didn't want to commit to a project that, that um, I, 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 I don't want to be irresponsible to take on a project. And obviously Phil, um, you know, is my friend and I don't want to disappoint him. Um, so the first time I say no, the second time he, he, he talked to me, but like casually. And I thought he was kidding um, because I'm sure that he can find other people to, to do his film. Um, but then the third time it was in person with his husband and he was just like saying it. And then um, his husband was like, um, so she's got, wait, so Minnie, are you taking on the, the project? And I was like, uh, and I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Are you taking on the project? And, and I guess like, I, I just, in Vietnamese, there's a saying like the, the three times, well, in, in English too, three times the charm, mm -hmm. I guess. And I think like at that time, seeing them interacting with each other for the entire day, I spent the entire day with them that day. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like it's your wedding, you know, why not? And, and you know, for me, I just need to move a few projects and and I, I'm, I'm glad we did because, you know, it turned out beautiful and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of something that, that they can have for the rest of their life. That's amazing. And uh, it's almost like a wedding present for them in a sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how we see it. That's how we see it. So Phil, why did you, why were you like so attracted to Minnie to direct the piece? Well, I've, I've seen her work and uh, obviously I, I wanted someone Vietnamese to direct this as well. And I've seen the quality of her work and I was really excited to have it. Uh, the second thing was I invested in a couple projects before where the writer was the director, who was the actor and they bombed amazingly. You know, because they, they just couldn't, they couldn't see that they were bad actors, basically. Okay. And um, so what happened was, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get myself into that situation where I direct, write, and act. So I knew I needed a director. Yeah. Smart. You know? and, yeah. yeah. So, and I knew she was a great director. And so I, I asked her to direct it. And uh, I... And, you know, it's nice to have a woman's touch on this film because it's very aesthetically pleasing. And there are things in there that I thought that she made so much better. She added to the script, embellished it here and there that made, created a little bit more drama than what I originally had. Yeah. And then um, just the aesthetics and the feel of it was so much better than what I could have imagined it as well. 
So it's for me, it was so neat to see the process of how a film was made um, from beginning to end and to have my fingers in there from beginning to end and realize that uh, it takes it takes a village to make anything, whether it's five minutes or 90 minutes, yeah. it's, it's a village. And it's a miracle that anything gets made. And if it's good, <laughs> it's really a miracle. So, but you get someone like Minnie who, who who's been there before. She knows how the process works. It's a machine. It's a creative machine, and she understands the the parts that are needed to make the film. So, but that's a good segue for me because your production design is outstanding, and it's like like you said, Minnie, that at the beginning that you alluded that it's like one location, it's a few actors. It's kind of relatively simple um, from a practical sense. That said, you still got to stage the 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 scene. You got to make it 1972. You got to make it realistic. You got to convince the audience that this is the world that that we're in. So, how do you like? It's a kind of a broad question, but how did you kind of where did you shoot it, and where how did you kind of like stage it, and what how did you kind of do the production design for the film? I think this is the, the most uh, most uh, entertaining piece uh, of information. Phil, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start and then you're gonna finish. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the reason why we're like smiling and smirking is because um, yes, it is a one location. It is a and usually you know that's a good thing, right? In production. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, move and whatever. Um, this particular house is a um, a landmark. <laughs> okay. So it's it's not really a house. It's 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 like a, a room, really. And it was brought over from Vietnam, brick by brick. It's a historical house. Oh. So um, I think with Phil being an amazing person that he is, um, you know, and and he's just so charming and so kind and loving. Um, so the owner of the place this is actually the first production that uh, takes place in that place. And because of the such a tight place that it is, it is like all the aesthetic is from Vietnam, uh, like in the past for, um, I'm sorry, it's still raining outside, scary. Um, but it's from, it's from uh, I think 200 years ago, right, Phil? Uh, it was, uh, there's some pieces from the last king of Vietnam. They're like pieces that are uh, artifacts that, that are non-replaceable. Non um, so, so basically we, being in an actual, uh, some, like an actual piece of history, um, and with having like, uh, around, uh, I think we had 23 people on set. Um, and then, uh, you know, with like a space, I would say like, how, how big would you say that place was? Phil? Oh God. It was probably <laughs> like, you know, it was like a big bedroom. Yeah. With all of these things, even the seats, like ev everything. So that already comes aesthetically is like as like a Vietnamese, um, you know, uh, like um, decor, right? Yeah. And I have my BPD team to, you know, be there and, and just explain um, what the, to do some research in terms of like Vietnam in the 70s, um, how it looked in, 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 in Saigon. Um, and they did a really good job in in that. And I think with uh, Phil's uh, prior connections to a um, one of Bob's associate producer, um, um, she actually custom made all of the um, wardrobe. Yeah, that was for, my next because the wedding dress it's it's got to be 
it's it's got to be authentic, I guess, right? For this. Yeah, all all that is is um is well, it's it's a Vietnamese traditional ao yai, so it's like a a, a traditional Vietnamese, um, I would say, uh, how to say it, uh, Phil? Yes. Um, the one that that uh, Ivan was wearing, that was a, like a. I don't know what's the name of it, like the actual type of Ao Yai. For the for that area, for the 70s, it was worn by um, that type of Ao Yai was worn by um, the um, Madame Yu, who was very famous during the war. And she was, <laughs> she, they called her the dragon lady. <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> yeah, so everybody together and research for that um that era and um yeah it just came together beautifully with the restrictions how, you, how were you able to grab that location phil money or one day we only had one day one to day. film in there so um i knew the i was introduced to the owner of that location by a friend and on a whim i asked her if i could use that location to film my film and she actually said yes and um i just so it it uh, it was amazing i mean she she runs a charity to go back to vietnam she's a doctor too she runs a charity to go back to vietnam to to help children over there um to do medical missions and things like that so um, i donated some money to her charity and she let me film in there um, that's amazing and nobody's ever filmed there before no no, the first production not like this, not, not a production like this. Um, so, yeah, they uh, so the history of this house was it was slated to be demolished because a highway was going through the house. OK, and it was um, the highway was going through the house. Yeah, they were building a big highway going through the house. And this was like the mayor's house of that village. And they read about it. There are two doctors in Orange County. They flew back to Vietnam. They bought the house and then they spent like a couple million dollars to move it to the United States, brick by brick, um, wood by wood. These are huge pillars, beams made out of ironwood. Um, and it, they had an architect take it apart and put it back together here in the United States. So it's a one of a kind here in the United States. So what do they do with it? What do they do with it now? they just um it's just in their backyard it's just a piece of history of vietnam in their backyard that they can appreciate mm -hmm. it's almost like it should and be a museum or something they are mm -hmm. doing that actually they are extending it to educate like the younger generation of the vietnamese american here um that can come and you know see the the drums that they have a collection of drums there and and see the house and everything so it's just a very meaningful um organization and i'm really grateful to to be able to shoot there but uh yeah it's um our and our our, our team was uh, we have to lay out all the furniture furniture pads and everything and make sure that you know we, we don't accidentally ruin any artifacts in, in in the place what what was surprising about the film for you or what stood out for you for me Mm -hmm. Well, I love the story. It's like because you because you you don't know where it's going, and and we got to remember too. It's it's a LGBTQ submission, so you're like, did they they get the beginning? You're like, did they submit to the wrong? And then it's like, then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
Buddy, what happens, you- right? <laughs> That's and then it's like, then I'm like, oh, I, I see where I see where this is going. It's really in, and um, this, well, we can I get to the, I can allude to the direction a little bit, but I love the direction because it's like it's all it's everything's kind of like in, in a close up, two shots, one shots, but it's almost like the camera's hovering. It's it's got this really cool kind of aesthetic to it, and they kind of took advantage of this one location. Of course, it's everything's authentic. Um, everything's really in the. You know, like right, like how we're, we're talking in a Zoom, it's an audio podcast, but we're, we're only seeing each other's like, you know, from our, you know, our chest up, right? So, and that's how the film is shot, right? There's no like long shots. There's no, I just felt that, it, but it felt, it felt really interesting the way, and it was a great script too as well. So I'm like, I'm blabbering, but you're asked the question. So it stood out. <laughs> it, it stood out from the rest. My, you know, my. My favorite part was actually the music. She somehow placed two songs from the 70s, you know, Vietnamese traditional 70s music, and it just fit perfectly in line with everything that she cut. So, like I said, she made it so much more than what I could have imagined in my head. Did you was it was it important to make the beginning like the the Vietnam the language authentic because I, I guess it was like a need they needed to speak that language first right they couldn't speak English was that hard like did the, did the actress know the language like when you casted her um uh, are you talking about the the woman uh, the female actor yeah. okay um she is Vietnamese American she is actually uh she actually worked in Vietnam for I think around 10 years it's Isabel and right Isabel you Isabel yeah and she just came back to the states um so yes one my first one my first concern was like working I, I wanted the the this the the dialects and the accent to be authentic um so, so I was a little bit concerned, uh, you know, utilizing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one question. Yeah, right. Um, but actually, Isabel did a great job. Um, so as Kevin, uh, they both they both uh, Vietnamese Americans. Um, so I was, uh, you know, really happy with how it turned out, and given the time that 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 we had, um, and then also Phil is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super surprised by his Vietnamese in there uh, with her. Um, I, I I know that like actually a year before when I met Phil, his Vietnam was uh, I think his Vietnamese is such so much better now yeah. that is is in, in such a short time that I I think because um, yeah. you have to be fluent, right? Like you can't be an ag- it can't be an accent, right? There's still accent in there, but I think it's believable. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's some big Vietnamese projects right now going on. Just just plugging in for like uh, the sympathizer, Robert Downey Jr. with HBO. It's a series, um, all Vietnamese cast basically. It tells the story of uh, a spy that came to the United States mm-hmm. uh, right after the Vietnam War. And spies it's, like the Mar- the- it's like the Americans, like, like, like it's Vietnamese like, in a sense. I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. Being, I'm being a movie producer. Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, the spy comes and spies on the Vietnamese community for the communists in Vietnam. Gotcha. So it, uh, so it's filming right now. So it's, it's amazing. I mean, I, I'm not on it. I've, I've done like three auditions for it and yeah, he'll get we'll on see. it. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> we do have uh, team members on that show, though. So, you know, very excited for the Vietnamese community because um, I think even with like going back to what you were saying in terms of like the accent, um, yeah. I think like the lack of authentic, like being able to speak the actual authentic yeah. Vietnamese is very important on um, the show mentioned. And, uh, you know, like um, just there's just not enough actors out there in the Vietnamese community. Um, and I hope to see more and I hope that there will be more, um, you know, the hoops coming from Vietnam as well. I know there's been some, uh, there's there's a lot of stories in the past about like, say, for example, someone who's who's Korean playing a Vietnamese character. Is that, that's not, that's not kosher? Is that something that, that shouldn't be done? I'm just curious from my perspective. I'm just wondering if that's an, if some, in that show you're, you're talking about, the Robert Downey show, is somebody who's like not Vietnamese, can they play a Vietnamese character? Not for I, that show, I don't okay. think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think personally, personally, I think they can as long as they're not saying Vietnamese lines. If they're speaking English, I think it's okay. Okay. You know, but if they're speaking Vietnamese lines, it's going to be so obvious to the Vietnamese audience that they're not Vietnamese that it it it's very distracting from watching the film if you're Vietnamese. Okay. Well, from on my personal opinion, I just think that you know, hopefully, we can start casting, um, you know. The right ethnicity for the right role. Like we, it was written for the Vietnamese person. I would love if we could consider all the Vietnamese actors' options first before we have to go another route. Um, I just think that like that just helped the to 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 for the API community. I, I think that's just, um, you know it's something long term that we would love to work towards. Yeah. No, that makes that makes that makes total that makes total sense. So what did you guys think about the audience? We send you the audience feedback video. What did you guys think about that, the, the video? Phil, you go. I love the feedback. I mean, it's, it's um, I think most of the feedback was done immediately after they watched the show. So it was very fresh on their mind. And it definitely gives me uh, impetus and incentive to write more and to do more. Yeah. Uh, and I love that, you know, they gave um, critical feedback as well as praise feedback. Um, and it just, it feels good when someone recognizes your work and your hard work that you've put in. Um, and it makes you want to do more. Good. That's great. How about yourself? Mini? Um, I, I, I was surprised actually um, with um, some of the, 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 the the reactions because like I going in you know it was a project for a friend and then you know it's sweet and it's uplifting so I didn't really anticipate it to to be something that is um the reaction was very like emotional in a way and like inspiring in a way and I I, I that just touched my heart because you know um for whatever projects I'm doing I love to do projects that are uplifting and, and, and inspiring to people and help the community in any ways that possible. And to see that like people are possibly positively um, responding to it just really, um, yeah, it's, it's very encouraging. And, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't have anything that is, um, you know, against, um, you know, the, the, the community or, or anything that, 
kind of like really, oh, you shouldn't do this uh, or you shouldn't portray it like that. You know, like the reactions were very uplifting and and, and I enjoy that. I, I think, you know, when we create something, that's all we really want to happen. It's, yeah. um, well, they, they just love it and they hopefully it's impactful in that way. I mean, we, we created something that we loved and yeah. I think that's that's the heart of the film and when we are passionate about something then other people will see that passion as well yeah yeah well yeah it's a great it's a great film it's a really nicely nicely professional uh job nicely acted in many you know she she directed the actors like meaning that that she she did it from she, she everything's in the close-up and that kind of shot because because you guys did such a great job and she can, she's allowed to do that. She doesn't have to move the camera that much and she doesn't have to be fancy because it's because you guys are the story and, and she, and that's how, and that's how it was directed. And it's a, and you guys nailed it. All the actors nailed it in the, in the film. So I'm convinced. That's, that's the funny part. The funny part is my, my husband, my partner is not an actor. He hates, he helps me with my sides <laughs> and he helps yeah. me with my auditions, but he hates being in front of the camera. And uh, he, she did a great job with him. Yeah. Uh, really I'm a huge fan of his husband as well. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling him, you should be an actor. Oh my God, because he's so natural. He's just a likable face on screen. And when I tell people he's a first time actor, a lot of people are what? And I'm like, actually, he's not even an actor. He doesn't want to be one. He doesn't. <laughs> Let me guess, he's <laughs> he a plastic surgeon. <laughs> no, he, he he works with me in a different way. He makes skincare. He yeah. formulates skincare. So, yeah, Phil, keep making movies. Keep keep writing and do your acting. And, and I'm sure there's there's a there's definitely a Botox um, doctor series that is <laughs> uh, something to throw out there. Right, like, kind of like a I'm working on it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So don't bust, don't bust. Like we are having a project going on. Like, why are you stitching us okay. out? All right. <laughs> I, I, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect project. All right. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are amazing. I love this film, and I uh, wish you guys the best with it. And uh, good luck with your job tomorrow, Phil. And good luck, Mini. You're you. a fantastic uh, filmmaker. I'm sure we'll talk again when you make your next film. Thank All you, right. Matthew. Take care. Bye bye. One, two, three, four, five, six.